0: Hello and good evening everyone. Welcome back to Bright Beautiful World, it's Gigi here. And I hope you've all had a lovely Friday and are looking forward to your weekends, even if you might happen to be working. Uh, This week I've been incredibly fortunate and I've had the week off. So I've been free to roam London as I wish. And today was such a lovely day. We start off at the V&A, which is a museum, the Victoria and Albert. And i have to say if you are ever visiting london please please go it's it's absolutely beautiful they've recently renovated a new courtyard and it's like a desert of white marble but they also have more traditional rooms as well and they at the moment have an exhibition on pink floyd which is absolutely amazing it was completely completely absorbing Um, you go around with headphones on uh, to each um, section and as you walk through the exhibition then the the music through your headphones changes and you get told different things and it's really interactive there was a section where I had a mix desk and you could alter Um, how loud you wanted the bass and the vocals and the drums to be. And then there was another room where they all had these giant blow-up inflatables. There's a a very iconic image of the Battersea Power Station with the floating pig above it. And they had different ones of of that sort of thing. And they also explained the difficulties of doing them. Uh, In fact, the floating pig got away and it floated all the way down to Kent Um, and then it deflated I believe and scared some cows and they had to go down and bring it back but it was was incredible one thing that really did make me laugh though was a couple of days ago I mentioned going to see uh, Hokusai, the Great Wave the Japanese artist and ever since I've been to see him I keep seeing his work all over the place and in the Pink Floyd exhibition they had a drum set with the wave printed across it so it seemed to be following me even there it was also so good to see so many different types of people there there were teenagers uh, who were, you know, 15, 16 all the way up to 80 and 70 year olds men in business suits or um, ladies with leather jackets and, and and chunky boots. Now if this doesn't really sound like your type of thing if you just cross over the road from the Victoria and Albert Museum you get to the Natural History Museum and they very famously for years and years had a skeleton of a dinosaur in the middle of the Great Hall called Dippy, um, who was a Diplosaurus I think, not sure, but he was definitely called Dippy. Anyway Dippy has gone down to be renovated and he's been replaced by the most amazing uh, whale. It's a huge, I think it's a blue whale, and she's called Hope, and she is suspended from the roof of the Natural History Museum. Now when you go inside, it's absolutely beautiful, all the stone is carved, you have um, glass windows, so it looks like you're entering a church. With this huge skeleton of a whale suspended above you and you can walk under it and also you can walk up the stairs and and see it from the top as well and it was absolutely spectacular so if you are ever in London and have a day spare please go see both of those they are well well worth it right so I think that's enough of me acting like a tour guide for London So uh, let's go on to my call-in, which is from the lovely Integrity Radio.
1: Self-help books. Yes, I too was a self-help book addict, including The Secret. Eventually, I found the self-help book of all self-help books called Wing Chun by Yim Lee, which taught me a method of self-correction. Yeah, it's like self-help on steroids. <laughs> it helped me so much that I became an instructor of it myself. And now that's what I've committed my life to doing is spreading the Wing Chun gospel. Hallelujah. No religious affiliation implied. What you might find interesting is that Wing Chun was invented by women. And at its heart, it's a method of creating power, making connections, and moving forward.
0: Thank you so much for calling in. Now that definitely sounds right up my street. Um, Definitely something to have a look at. The self-help book to end all other self-help books, perhaps. Um, Thank you so much for suggesting that. I'm glad to know I'm not the only uh, self-help freak out there. Uh, they can be so addictive, though. I-, I don't know why. The last one I read was one about how to live the 5-2 life. Now, I'm sure you might have heard of the 5-2 diet, where you fast for two days a week and you eat sensibly the other five days. But this book was trying to convince me to apply it to the rest of your li- my life as well. So... If you don't like exercising, you exercise for two days a week and just be normal the other five days, or you look at your bank balance twice a week, or you, what else did they suggest? Oh, having two TV-free days, I think it was, and having two days where you don't spend any money and things like that, Um, which I can see its uses, but... I can also see the limitations in that. I guess they're so addictive because we all want to get better. We all want to improve and we all want to win at this thing called life. Um, Of course it differs how you consider winning but I suppose gaining knowledge is, is one way to win and finding a system to beat the odds that get thrown at us. Right I think I went off on a tangent there but I hope I didn't lose you along the way and I think I'm going to leave it there because it's quarter past midnight and if I don't get to bed now I won't ever wake up. I hope you have a lovely lovely evening and I hope to speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.